You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Hello and welcome. This is Frank and today we will listen to just another episode in our Composing on the Guitar special. TC is going to talk about voice leading and why you should care about that in the first place. Now the interval theory approach to voice leading might be a little bit different from what you know from the diatonic system, but I promise to you that once you get the hang of it, it actually simplifies the whole process. Because it's all about contrary motion between the bass and reading your chord tones in opposite direction. Now what that means and how you get to the proper result, well, TC is gonna show you. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello everybody. So it's the composer who loves a guitar. And uh, back to show you some things. Uh, theoretically, that'll hopefully get you into composing songs and have your life a little bit easier. So on the guitar, the way the guitar is set up, there's a lot of shapes. It's a shape instrument, which is, which is a really good thing. So if I take a little G chord and take this top note and put it down an octave and keep the other two notes the same. So I have these two shapes. If I do that again, I take the top note and put it down an octave. Now I have this shape. And one more time, I take this and put it down an octave. I get this shape. And so if I put these together, they're... And that makes the PC which means the position of the note on top. So this is position of the root. It's got the root on top. Now it's the fifth on top, okay. third on top. And now we're back to the root on top. So this and this are the same voicing, just an octave difference. So here, should know that, that those two shapes. The reason the shape difference is because of the tuning. These, these two strings are a third instead of the fourth, like these guys. Right? It's not a fourth. So what I want you to know is that there, when we are playing chords, we want a voice lead. People talk about voice leading, but I don't think they explain it as well as I've heard it explained. I'll put it that way. Um, so voice leading basically has to do with the root tone, which direction it's going. So if I'm going from a G chord to a C chord, that's an ascending. It's going up. If I go G, C, F, that's ascending. And that's ascending in fourths. But I call those those fourth intervals, it's five semitones, so I call them fives, okay? And so if I want to play a G chord, 
and a C chord and an F chord, I want to read the voices down because the roots are ascending. That will give me contrapuntal harmonic balance. So here's what I mean. So let's start with a, a, a G chord, okay? I have a one on top, here it is. Here's the root. So the one is gonna stay there and it becomes the five of the C chord. And then it becomes the three of the F chord. Then it becomes the one of the B flat chord. So we're really going one, five, three, one, five, three. So we're one, five, three, one. We're coming down as the roots going up. Okay, so. So that's, okay, so let's look at how that's going. It's the one, I play the root and the note. So now it's the five and that moves up to the three. And then we're on B flat, it's the one. Then it's the five of the E flat. Then it's the three of the A flat. And so I'm reading one, five, three, one, five, three, one, as the roots are going up. And that gives me this type of voice leading if I ever do that with everybody. Like here I'm starting on the five of the G chord. Okay, so the five of the G chord is going down to the three of the C chord is going down to the one of the F chord is going down to the five, which means it doesn't actually move because because the, the one of F and the five of B flat is F. So this has nothing to do with the movement. It's which scale tone it's playing or which chord tone. So and if I start on the third of the G, okay, three is going down to one for the C. The one is going to the five of F. Okay, so here's the movement. If you listen to each voice. And so if you hear how those voices are moving, they have an interesting, a, a very interesting movement. You can hear it's musical because it's being voice led. So let's say I want to do an arpeggiation going through the major triads uh, at first, very simple. And I have this progression, which is fourths ascending. So it's going to be uh, G, C, F, B flat, E flat, A flat, D flat, G flat, B, right? So that's 
it's force ascending. And I want to, uh, since I'm ascending in the bass, I want to read it down. So let's say I'm going to start on the five of a G chord. I'm going to read it down. So I'm going to go five, three, one, five, three, So it's and reverse it. Now that's just major chords in the cycle of fourths or fifths, if you want to call it that, in diatonic music. But <clears throat> this will help you get your chops together and you'll be able to find out starting on what note there's lines because you notice a note repeats itself when I do this. Okay, so what if I start not on the five on the third or the three? Now you notice it doesn't repeat. It's an actual line in it. So this is a pretty line. start to get really pretty lines with this thinking opposite direction and it's kind of like a little beginning counterpoint because I'm going the opposite direction of the root. so if I start on the, the one now I got one five three one five three right then one five Five three one five three one five three. You know, it's so it's it's now if you understand how that works and your voice leading chords, you can know how the harmonies can move. So let's say you had two guitar players, you could have one guy doing one voice using voice leaving and the next guy doing another voice, you'd come up with some pretty inter interesting parts. So that means because there's three tones in a triad, there's only three positions. So you just have to learn three positions, but on, on each set of strings. But so here's the three positions. Then it starts again. Then it starts again. Okay, now on the next set of strings. And then on the next set of strings. And then if then it goes all the way down, because if that's the next set, then this is the last set. And this gets muddy. So this is a mud range for close tries. You got to be careful. 
So it's. play that a little cleaner so that's that's voice leading and voice leading is very important and if you could just play one line at a time and start seeing it playing the bass note too so i'm going to start on five right so where's five going if my triad is one three five i should be doing this backwards but anyway one three five my roots going up so I'm gonna, if I start on five, I'm going down to three. And if I'm starting on three, it's going down to one. And if I'm starting on one, it's going to five. So I can go down again, All right? So I'm starting on five. So five is gonna go to three. So here's the line you practice. That's the line. It's just going to repeat, okay? So that's starting on the five. What about three? Right, so now it's going to be... Sorry. <laughs> right, so you want to get this. Now, what if I start on the one? I'll put the one up here. Sorry. <clears throat> that doesn't sound like it's that much fun, but think about the lines. So now you got. So you put a little line together and it becomes a little theme, like a three note theme or a motif, a motif. And you want little motifs in your music because that's what people can remember because they're simple notes. So that is the little introduction of major triads and voice leading and why you would learn to voice lead having each note go in the opposite harmonic range from the root. If the root was going the other way, descending, then it would be the opposite. Then I would read things up. So if I'm going, for example, D down to A to E, okay? So I'm gonna read things up because if I'm going D, that's the third, right? So I'm gonna go up, so the third is gonna to go to the fifth. Right, it's gonna to go to the root. Gonna the third. Right, so it's the opposite. I know this is a little uh, brain twister. So therefore, there is a PDF, and I'm gonna put the PDF here so you can see, and there's tab on it too. And it's just a simple little exercise if you get used to this. Right, get used to this.
of beats and just reverse it anyway so that's um, a little idea about voice leading and I want you to just practice that and you get it from the PDF it's in tab so it should be pretty fun. It gets a little uh, exercise. You get a little exercise when you're doing this with your hands because it'll put you in some interesting uh, positions you might not normally do because uh, in, comp in composition, when you're orchestrating, you're going to think in terms of sections, the brass section, the woodwind section, the string section. And the secret to good orchestration is to always have the sections complete, to have complete sections balanced. That means they would all have uh, the one, the three, the five, or they're all playing lines together. So on the guitar, we want to know how little three-part triads will voice lead, and because that's going to help us get a contrapuntal movement, which is feels better than parallel movements. We'll talk a lot more about this in the future. This may have got a little bit heady. I apologize for that because it's not my intention. My intention is to keep it to where where it's it's all fun. But the main thing is there's a nice little exercise on the PDF for you to get. And if you really, really love this stuff and you're getting into it, I highly suggest that you become a member of the Academy. It's um, Music Interval Theory dot academy and that is a great place or you could just go to our virtual campus which is music interval theory dot academy backslash uh campus it's open it's free campus is free always great lectures there and and stuff going on so all right that's it for today uh, thank you for taking the time to to be interested and listen and I hope you got something. I know this was a little drier than normal, but uh, it's much, much, much more important than you might think. Okay, take care. Have a blessed day. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.